Hello and welcome to the first episode of Chat OMP. This is a series that we're going to roll out during the year whereby I, William Peake, speak to each of the office managing partners around the globe in the Harneys network. We have nine office managing partners and we decided to start with Lishi Fong in Singapore. Hello, Lishi. Hi, Will. Good Um, to be the first. Absolutely. Well, you had the smallest list of demands, so you were the least the least diva esque. So therefore, we thought we would we would kick off with you. So, Lishi, thanks very much. Obviously, we spend a lot of time talking to each other in your role as office managing partner and as a partner of mine. But do you want to just give everybody a kind of sense of your background, how you ended up offshore? I think that's always an interesting story for people to hear. Yeah, sure. I'm actually Singaporean, so I grew up here. Family lives in Singapore. I've got two boys. I did my A-levels in Singapore, and then I moved to London to do law school. Mm-hmm. I trained with Norton Rose Fulbright in London, worked in London, and moved back with Norton Rose Fulbright. So actually, Harneys is just a second job in my entire life, which is a yeah. bit strange in the current world where, you know, people change jobs every two or three years. This is just my second job. As long as you don't drop a bombshell <laughs> there, Lishi, that no, actually, no, no, William, no, no, no. While, while I've got you on the phone. <laughs> this is the letter. No, just... <laughs> In terms of my move offshore, this this is another interesting story, actually. I mean, I've said it many times, Paul Sefton sold me the dream. I was working very long hours at NRF. I was actually a banking lawyer. I was My background was leverage finance. When I got the call from a recruiter, it was actually a cold call saying, would you like to meet this partner from an offshore mm-hmm. law firm? And I went, no, not really. Don't really have time. <laughs> she said, no, just give him 15 minutes. I promise you, you'll see a different perspective. I was like, fine. You know, we've got to meet late because I ha- I remember very clearly I had a client seminar that day that I was conducting. Uh-huh. So I met Paul, I think, late evening after dinner and he was in his nice suit and he sold me the dream, you know. He's like, you're going to be doing cutting edge work offshore, there's work-life balance, great place to be, you know, we're, we're supportive of females and that's it. I was sold. I that, mean, does, that does sound like Paul. <laughs> <laughs> but the proposition was, you know, Come and help us build the transactional practice. Yeah. You won't just be doing banking, you know, it'll be corporate, it'll be funds, it'll be credit work and trust, we've got a fiduciary arm as well. And I mean, that was very interesting for me because it's not just the legal work, right? It's, it's a bit of yeah. management, it's a lot of BD, yeah. it's getting to meet new people. And, you know, five years in, still doing that and, and enjoying it. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, when I'm when I'm doing my OMP chat with Paul, I'll ask for his version of the story as well. I'm I'm really concerned that when Paul and I speak, we're going to spend the entire ten minutes talking about sneakers. So we need to be we need to keep it we need to keep it absolutely absolutely professional. So obviously, as a Singaporean, you know, there is nobody better to ask than you as to why Singapore is that cutting edge offshore centre. And why is Singapore a place that just so many people enjoy living in and gravitate towards? I think credit goes to our government. In Singapore, we've got no natural resources. So the only Mm. thing we have is the government and our people. I think our government has done a very good job in positioning Singapore as, you know, the private wealth hub, arbitration Mm -hmm. hub, funds hub. We've got good business grants. We've attracted a lot of businesses to Singapore, setting up, Mm -hmm. you know, the HQ here. And I think Singapore is well positioned in terms of traveling around Southeast Asia, covering Mm -hmm. a lot of the regional work. So I think a lot of businesses, I mean, looking out of my window, a lot of businesses set up here because legislation is good, it's safe, and it's predictable you're not going to get an election that changed things massively in terms of the 
business climate and, and I think businesses need stability now and that's what our government can provide. So there's quite a lot of energy and a lot of activity here. Not to say that, you know, Singapore is some unicorn type jurisdiction. Obviously yeah, yeah. there's a lot of challenges as well. But but it's nice to see, you know, people coming here and trying to do things here and you know, conferences being held in Singapore, multi day conferences. I think that's yeah. quite a big thing that happened during COVID and after COVID. So I think the vibe now is quite good. And, you know, with more businesses coming, hopefully there'll be more deals, there'll be more offshore element and, you know, more work for all of us. Yeah, absolutely. And well, what's Singapore like as a kind of city to live in, in terms of, you know, its culture, its restaurant scene, its kind of vibrancy? Any any time I've visited, I've just absolutely loved it. That's kind of like the visitor experience. So what's it like kind of day to day living there? We always joke about it as a Singaporean. If you're young and free, you go to Hong Kong. You've got a good <laughs> nightlife, you know. It, it's it's more exciting, or in the Singaporean term, it's yeah. more happening. Yes, but yes. When you grow up and you know you have a family, you've got kids. Singapore is it's good because it's safe. You don't feel yes. like you can't walk out at night and be alone. You know, we've got a good education system here. Singapore is multiracial, so you don't, you know, regardless of where you come from, you'll be able to find, you know your click in Singapore and I think yes. that's what people like we've got a Dutch community you know German community Japanese community Korean community it's very diverse and you know with English you pretty much get around everywhere you know taxi drivers office centers so it's really that I think restaurant scene we're, we're amazing now we've got a lot of good restaurants you can live it out in Singapore and then you can go cheap as well and then yeah. there's the in between a lot of people like Singapore for that the variety and the stability yeah yeah I, yeah, I remember when when I was on my kind of obligatory year out, I stopped off in Singapore for a couple of days and obviously had to go to Raffles Hotel for a Singapore sling. And I just remember yeah. handing over my emergency credit card to pay for two Singapore slings and they poured them out of a jug. And I was like, this is the most disappointing experience I've ever had. I thought this was going to be you know, a real bit of showbiz. Uh, but and, and just in terms of... You know, obviously you have a hugely busy practice. You've got your family life. You're the office managing partner of... How, how do you juggle all of those competing interests? People talk about work-life balance. I think for me, it's really work-life integration. Every family yeah, is different. Yeah, interesting. And you, just, yeah. you just make it work. I mean, there's, there's no balancing. The reality is work is a big part of my life. I enjoy mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But then I've got a village helping with the kids. I've got a very good team in Singapore. And yeah. I think, you know, we're in a very privileged position in Singapore where it's a small office. We've got 25 people. Everyone work well as a team. We help each other. Mm-hmm. We BD for each other, regardless of whether or not you're a party, yeah. you're an associate, you're a support staff. Everyone knows what we do. They go out, they meet friends, they talk about it. And I think that helps. I mean, I can attend a litigation meeting. The litigation guys can attend a trans meeting. And after that, we yeah. share notes. So we work as a team in Singapore and that that really helps with the whole juggling. Absolutely, yeah. To be fair, the admin is just the admin. You've just got to do it. So, you know, Leslie doing some stuff on weekends, just just clear it, I guess. Yeah. It's so that's actually really I've never thought of it that way, of the the integration point and and it does take a village both to do your work and to raise your family. So it's really interesting way of, of looking at it. So my final question is one that I think I've just stolen from the uh, Financial Times, from an article that I read. But if you could have dinner with one famous person, alive or dead, who would it be? This is quite a tough one. 
These are I these are the hard right questions now, that you're going to get asked yeah. on chat OMP, Leishi. You know, this is yeah, this is no easy ride. I know. I thought about it. I think at this point in time, I would quite like to have dinner with Michelle Obama. I recently listened to a podcast when she was, you know, being interviewed on a new book. I think she's got quite interesting perspective on a lot of things that may relate to me. I mean, not saying that life as an OMP is like the first lady, but you know, the struggles <laughs> of knowing knowing too much and yet maintaining, you know, that positive outlook to the outside. Yeah, world. yeah, that's you know, yeah, how do you so keep true. calm when you know everything is going crazy around you? I think a huge part of that is the kind of what we do, right? We get a lot of information from you know the partnership, and yet you open the door after the Zoom call, and you've got to you know. Make sure you're calm, make sure you're collected and, and you know, present it to the firm as something positive and sometimes you're just freaking out internally, right? Yeah. Well that's not it's that so easy d- all the time. It's so true. I think that for me as well, the, the real challenge thing in managing partners holding the tension and then walking out, as you say, and people making, oh, Leishi's in brilliant form. You know, things are going well. That's really, really good. Well, my, mine would probably be Barack Obama. So I'll see if we can line up a four-ball Leishi and take it, yeah, take it from there. Yeah, that's we can have dinner. And I'm sure they can invite, you know, some of your friends, and then we've got a full table of yeah, yeah. interesting guests. Yeah, yeah, we'll be absolutely well set. Well, Leishi, thank you so much for that. It was really, I really enjoyed it, actually. And I think it's giving people a really good insight as to the Singapore office, uh, you and the kind of global approach that Harneys is taking uh, to these issues. So thank you very much. And we shall talk in nine months, which is the full loop around to when you come back on the chat OMP. The excitement. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Lishi. Talk soon.